our meditation, I have three uh, short verses to read this morning. This is the 16th of the one another's that we've been going through. Probably won't have too many more of these. Our first verse is in uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 9. It says, Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, who is renewed in knowledge, according to the image of him who created him. So the beginning of that says, Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man. Ephesians 4.25 says, Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. And then Leviticus 19.11, You shall not steal, nor deal falsely, nor lie to one another. Clearly commanded. Well, several weeks ago, we began looking at a a few of the one another's that are presented in the negative. And uh, that one that we talked about then was about not judging one another. Not being critical, not being judgmental, uh, or speaking evil of one another. And uh, we recently reviewed the ninth commandment. We finished that. Um, and um, from the Shorter Catechism, and it says, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. So we are required to maintain and promote truth between uh, man and man, it says, between ourselves and of our own and our neighbor's good name. And then we are forbidden by the Ninth Commandment to say what is injurious to our own or to our neighbor's good name. Proverbs 22.1 says, a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, Ecclesiastes 7 says a good name is better than precious ointment. So we are to protect our reputation and the reputation of our brothers and sisters in the Lord because it reflects on our master and on our fellow members of the body of Christ. We are forbidden, clearly, to speak in a way that is injurious to one another. And lying, certainly, is injurious to ourselves, to our brothers and sisters in Christ, and and to the good name that we represent. And then the verse in Colossians that I read indicates that we are not to lie to one another because we are and and have, by God's grace, put off the, uh, the old man with his deeds and now we have put on the new man in Jesus Christ and we are being renewed or we're being remade into the image of the Lord. Ephesians 4, the verse I read, concludes that we are to put away lying and we can put it away and should and speak the truth with our neighbor because we are members of the same body. We are members of one another. So lying to one another truly hurts us all. It hurts uh, the other members of the body of Christ. We are connected in the Lord, and lying is destructive and harmful and injurious. One commentator I read said, truth is the first condition of the mutual confidence, which is the basis of all unity. So he's saying that there's a mutual confidence Uh, which is the basis of all unity, and truth is the uh, first condition of that. Falsehood breaks the bonds of our unity, uh, of our brotherhood. And Matthew Henry said, it is the character of God's people that they are children who will not lie, who dare not lie, who hate and abhor lying. And in Proverbs 13, there are many verses in Proverbs that relate to truth and uh, telling and lying. Uh, Proverbs 13, 5 says, a righteous man hates lying. And there are many verses, like I mentioned, in, uh, about falsehood in Proverbs. Proverbs 19, verse 5 says, A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies will not escape. Proverbs 25, 18 says, A man who bears false witness against his neighbor is like a club, a sword, and a sharp arrow. And those are all destructive uh, tools and weapons. 
A man who bears false witness against his neighbor is like a club, a sword, and a sharp arrow. Proverbs 38, this is a prayer, actually. It says, remove falsehood and lies far from me. May it be so here. And the Lord hates lying. Lying is meant to deceive, to speak contrary to the truth. And it's done willingly, uh, knowingly. Proverbs 6 uh, says, These six things the Lord hates, yes, seven, are an abomination to him. So the, the Lord hates this list, the things on this list. He hates them, and um, they are an abomination to him. And at least three of these are related to lying. First of all, a proud look. Then a lying tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wicked plans. Feet that are swift in running to evil. A false witness who speaks lies and one who sows discord among brethren. And so I think we should pray, brothers and sisters, like I encouraged last time, uh, Psalm 141.3. If you haven't prayed that, it's, uh, or memorized that, it's a good one to begin many days. Set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. We need his grace uh, to keep us from speaking falsehood. And we should think before we speak, obviously. Because in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. And, uh, we should, but we have to speak sometimes. We have to speak up. We have to speak the truth when evil is done. We can't withhold that, of course. And we need to speak as pleasing God and not men. We need to please him first. So, fellow members of the body of Christ, let's put off lying to one another and rejoice together now in the means of grace that we will rejoice in, which points us to the Lord Jesus, who is the way and the truth and the life. It is when we are in union, which we can rejoice in and we are reminded of uh, each Lord's day in the table. It's when we are in union with him that we are able to speak truthfully to one another and to hate falsehood. And because of the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit in us, we have grace to know and to do his commands. Let's pray. Lord, set a guard over our mouths. Keep watch over the door of our lips and cause us to hate and to abhor what you hate, and so speak the truth to one another rather than allow falsehood and lying to destroy. Lord, thank you for your grace and the unity we have in this body to grow in truthful speaking together and to delight in the truth together because your spirit dwells in us and your word is truth. Lord, we come together to this table now to remember your death and your resurrection and to receive grace to live and to speak for the glory of your name. And we ask for the filling of your spirit to grow in speaking truthful words of grace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.